Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I am talking to myself. Um, now, if you haven't been able to judge by the title, today is going to be a little bit of a political episode. Now, uh, I do want to premise it by saying... Premise it? Preface it. That's the word I was looking for. Preface it by saying, I'm not going to come at you with heaps of facts of hell. I'm probably not going to come up with any that are statistics or anything that's in front of me. I don't have any facts up. I don't have any websites up. I just kind of wanted to share with you my story of voting. Voting is a topic today. Um, and uh, I'll tell you why I heard in a moment, but I just want to also put a little asterisk in here by saying that allergies right now in my neighborhood, in my area, are terrible. So if I sound a little nasally, if I'm sniffly a lot, or if I have to take a lot of drinks, man, it has been a tough day. Even after my septum surgery, I cannot breathe completely through my nose. So there it is. Um, so if uh, there's anybody else out there that's experiencing this right now, uh, I'm with you. I am with you. All right. So having said that, let's just start with a little bit of sip of water and we'll go from there. Mm-mm. Okay. So why do I want to talk about this? So it is election season. Uh covid i mean it really does feel like the world is coming to an end sometimes you know like when you notice all the bad things that have been happening over the past few years especially in 2020 but you know just that is a motivation for me to stick through it and try to make things positive the best you can like it it is tough out there for a lot of people racially socially financially um politically my goodness um and and a education system right now is trying its best and parents you know it's it's a tough time so it's easy just to get covered in this myriad of 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 shit and not know what to do about it and not know where to go or who to turn to who to talk to what facts to know or sometimes you just become complacent and just let it all just steamroll over you and just hope that the pain will go away eventually um but now is not a time to roll over and die now is not a time to just give up and throw your arms in the air and just say well guess that's it you know you you got to get mad. There's an old movie called Network uh, where the main character, uh, i actually seen very many spoofs of it, um, where like his whole speech just says, you got to get mad. You know, and in the speech, he wants you to, to open your windows or to walk out into your balconies or to walk out your front door and scream, I'm mad and I don't want to take this anymore. Or I think it's because I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. And then you see in the movie hundreds of thousands of people walking on their balconies and outside and screaming out into the world I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore and they're trying to make change and things that would be different and they want to be heard um and you know and, and now we have social media I mean that movie was I think in the 70s or early 80s or something but we got social media now and everybody has an opinion and they're okay to share them but they're so easy to get lost in you know what I mean and like no matter how much you bitch or complain on Facebook or Twitter or whatever you may have an audience, but more often than not, unless you're some sort of figure or some sort of influencer, most people are going to see your opinions and just want to argue with you. You know, people already have their minds made up most of the time. Uh, you know, and so you need something more concrete. And I'm not going to tell you how to convince your friends to, to vote one way or the other. This is more about me just asking you that if you are a voter or if if you're a voter and you're deciding not to vote because of the candidates, or if you're a non-voter that's just going to continue this streak, I want to share with you how I came to be a voter. Because I was I was one of those people that thought, like, it doesn't matter. My vote doesn't matter. I'm not, 
um, you know, what's, what's one person, what's, I don't know enough about the candidates. That was a big one for me, actually, more than anything, was I don't know enough, and I don't understand the jargon, you know, and they throw all these policy numbers and, and, and these words at me. I don't know what they're talking about, and, and how do I know if they're, if, I, if they're gonna, you know, uh, own up to anything? Um, and it wasn't until, you know, it's one thing that I gotta say, and yes, for anybody who listens, I am not a fan of Donald Trump. Absolutely not. Uh, and that's nothing against the conservative party, that it's just that man and his cabinet and his elected electees or whatever, his appointees, I just don't think that they're great people. The, the majority of them are in jail right now <laughs> or being investigated uh, and have been convicted. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, typically, either he's the dumbest man on earth being conned by all these people and there's just been a big con and he's the dumb guy, that they're the patsy, which could be the case. But then again, do you want somebody like that in, in power? Uh, or he's been in on it the whole time. And I'm not going to get into all those conspiracy theories or actual things going on or whatever. I just want to say that ahead of time, just I want you, everybody knows where I stand on this, but it doesn't mean that I don't want to come at you with a reason to vote one way or the other. All right, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna vote for Donald Trump, I'm not gonna tell you not to vote. You know what I mean? Because that's an, it's an important part of uh, you know your your rights. You know what I mean? After. After all of this crap that people go through and, 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 and the life that you live and sometimes just feel like you're going through the motions, you know, it's nice to know that you have a shot to do something. Like you have rights that you live with your whole entire life and you don't even use or you don't even express. You don't even try to employ, you know, and, and this is one of those times where I think, I mean, especially now, you know, like we have all seen... I'm going to get to what caused me to vote here, but I just kind of want to go a little bit further by saying, regardless of how you feel politically, everybody has been suffering. Regardless of how you feel politically, we have all seen somebody or ourselves experienced this quagmire that has swept over us. And we can all blame 2020 all we want, but let's face it, things have been broken for a while now. And I'm not just blaming 2016 election, although... Nobody can deny that, you know, <laughs> violence and 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 uh, all of these things have have really started to to ramp up since then. But let's face it, things have been bad for a long, long time, decades, you know. And and I'm only just now really becoming awakened to a lot of things that I thought were fine. Um, but but my point is is that like. There are things that need to be done and things that need to be changed. Local elections matter more than you could probably realize. And that's been one of the biggest things for me is actually understanding that it's not just the big ones. It's not just the president. Like, I, I need to start learning more of these people's names and what do they run for and not just vote because they have a certain color attached to their ballot. You know, um, you know I, I, I definitely feel like I am a, a person who probably leans more liberal. But I have some conservative values, you know, and uh, I, sometimes I just feel like, you know, why just can't we have the purple, the purple column? Can't we, can't we just vote for purple people, <laughs> you know? Um, but right now we have a bipartisan system, and maybe someday that'll change, and I hope that'll change someday. But right now we got what we got, and this, as much as I hate to say it, you know, eh, I think that a third party would just 
get crushed in this upcoming election anyway because it feels like the most important one in a long time. But anyway, let me share with you some things that I learned leading up to the 2016 election. Because that one was the first one that I actually participated in. Uh, And I didn't with Obama. I loved that man. I think that he did such a great job of empowering people and trying to get get things done and inspiring people. He inspired a lot of young people to vote. And that was one of those times where I was like, there's no way that dude's going to lose, so I didn't go vote. And he didn't lose, but still, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't have went and voted. You know, that was stupid of me not to do that. And then up come the second election, uh, you know, actually, it was probably his second election that's where I started to pay attention. And that was around the time I was like, there's no way he's going to lose again, you know. There's nobody that can take down Obama right now. He's riding such a strong ride right now that, you know, my vote's not going to matter. He's, he, all I saw was the poll numbers, and he was crushing long before the actual vote started. Um, and so I didn't. And that was, that was silly of me not to do that because, you know, and again, even at the time, I didn't pay attention to local elections. I didn't pay attention to judges and, and you know, the local congressman. and even know my local congressman's name. Um, I didn't even know the governor of the state until like two years ago <laughs> and like he's been in power for a long time you know and uh, I just realized that there's a lot of things like the mayor I you know just a name I only learned recently there's always learning to do but anyway 2016 election came around you know when it was leading up to the primaries and I remember that summer that was when they were had the Republican primaries and I didn't pay a lot of attention to it I would just watch like clips or whatever on YouTube And I remember seeing just how terrible Donald Trump was in those things and how everybody else seemed to really know their stuff better than him. And he was just like, he just trash talked the whole time. And I kept thinking, we all made fun like, yeah, you better believe it. I'm going to be president one day, blah, blah, blah. You know, and we all thought, when I say we all, I was talking to my colleagues at the time um, at work when when this stuff was going down. And I remember one of my my colleagues um, saying, he was doing like a really funny Donald Trump impression. And I remember thinking like, yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, and I didn't take it seriously. I didn't take this this stupid thing seriously. And then he won the primary. And that was when my brain said, holy crap, Adam, like this is bad. Like this is scary. Like you have to start caring for something. And, but but then as the time went on, again, I just kept seeing him flounder. And, and I was like, oh, well, the only people that vote for Donald Trump are like rednecks, farmers and whatevers and you know, and I was kind of a dick about it. And I was like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. But I didn't pay enough attention to what was going on with Hillary's side. And she got cocky. And she also had a checkered past. And I just kept thinking that she thought there was no way she could lose because she was a woman and women wanted to vote for her. And, you know, but then the email thing and all the other stuff I'm not going to get into came out. You know, and even after all the darkness of the thing that Donald Trump said about grabbing the ladies and everything. Um, and all this uncovered video. Uh... I just kept thinking, like, man, this is, like, too real. But then there was a third party at the time. Ugh, and see, I feel so bad. I don't even remember his name. I feel like it's Gary Johnson. I'm almost positive it's Gary Johnson. He was trying to get a third party going. And his whole thing of, like, we just got to get enough votes to get a third party. And I wanted that. I Like, even as a young man, I was like, man, I really want a third party. Like, I feel like like this whole you only get two options thing is bullshit. And people always say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so will take all the votes and blah, 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 blah. Who the fuck cares? Let them be something else. Let them be a hybrid. Like, there's a lot of people like me that have feelings from both ends of this political spectrum. Why can't we have somebody who shares the values that we share? That sucks. You know? 
and uh, I just I think it's bullshit. But anyway, so I remember one time I was at my work, uh, and I work at a dance studio. For those of you who don't know, and I was talking to a student, and he just comes up to me and says, "Hey, how you been doing with this whole election thing?" He goes, "You know, you're a young man. You've been you voting this year?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna vote." Um, and I should I should say before this happened, I didn't vote in the primaries. Because at the time, I was so sure Bernie was going to win. And I hadn't really picked a political party yet. It, it wasn't until after I had this conversation that I switched. Because I was in the middle. I forget. What, I, I think I picked like on like no party or affiliation or something. I couldn't remember. But then I didn't realize that I couldn't vote in the primaries because of that. When I registered to vote a long time ago. And so I had to go and change it. So I could, you know, I was like, oh man, Adam, you fool. But, you know, so, so I remember talking to this one student. His name was Donald. And he had said, you know, hey, you know, you're doing all right with this whole voting thing. You know, you're voting this year, right? You know, and I said, absolutely. Yeah, of course I'm, I'm going to vote. And he says, you know, if you don't mind me asking, who are you going to vote for? And I said, Gary Johnson, probably. Because that's where my brain was. I was like, I'm just going to try to get that third party for next election. That's going to be my victory. You know, and, and, and still, part of me wishes that I had followed through with that because, you know, who knows uh, if other people would have done the same but I remember him saying, well, why? What do you like about him? And I was like, I said, you know what? I just want a third party. He says, well, what do you like about his policies? You know, like, let's just say that somehow crazily he wins. Like he, he wins the whole election, you know, not even just third party. He says like, well, what do you, what do you like about him? And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and he called me out like in, in, in a very calm way and one of those surreptitious ways that I was just like, I don't think he meant to like slam me as hard as he did, but like he made like my heart sank and I was like, well, shit, I don't know, you know, and this was my biggest fear. Like, why am I voting when I don't know anything? And when I look people up, I don't understand them. I don't know what I'm reading. I don't know, you know, what does this stuff mean? And is it even possible to be done during a term? I don't know. And he said something to me that I never forgot. He said, look, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, and I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for. Um, and I didn't think to ask because I, I just, I didn't want to hate him in case he decided to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, and part of me feels like he did. Um, but he said, but he gave me great advice and I'll never forget it. And he said, you know, you don't, when I explained to him that I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know what to like about anybody, you know, and I just said, I just thought a third party would be cool. And he says, third party would be nice someday. He said, but you should vote for somebody who makes an impact on you. You should vote for somebody who, you know, pick one thing. He says, you don't have to know everything right now. He said, pick one thing about their policy, about their hopes, about their goals, about their their wants for the future. And he said, pick one thing that resonates with you that is the most important to you. And he said, and ride on that for a while. He said, and if at the end of the day, that's all you remember about them when you get to the ballot box, he said, that's enough. And while I, I, that's not bulletproof information and that's not a bulletproof strategy to get out there and 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 ch- make a change based on one thing they say that they like. But I mean, like, that's still like 100% more things than I knew than last time. And that really stuck with me and I'll, I'll never forget his face he was so serious when he said it to me he had a smile on his face and then when he 
you know, after I got done talking and he told me that, I remember he was just, he's very stone-faced when he was telling me this, and I thought, man, he's serious. So I did that. You know, I went home, and I hopped on the old Google machine, and I looked up all the policies, and thankfully there, I didn't realize there were so many websites that just have, like, little columns of just like, hey, these are the policies they got on the docket so far. This is what they'll do in the first hundred days and whatever. And I was like, okay, that's a lot. So just, I need to break it down. I don't even remember the website it was. I remember reading through and uh, uh, I remember going back and looking at Bernie's thing because I found out that you could still vote for him. Uh, I guess, you know, it's just similar to how it was this year. And so I went look at it anyway and I was like, man, I really wish I'd voted because he had a whole thing about debt forgiveness with college and uh, putting that money back into the economy. And I thought, man, that, that means a lot to me because the reason why my credit sucks right now is because I defaulted on school loans because the payments were getting too high and my job wasn't enough and, and all these things. And I thought, you know, I don't even have a degree to show for this shit and I'm paying for it, you know, for classes that didn't resonate with me. And I remember thinking like, that would be something really important for me. That would take a whole load off of my back and hurt, help my credit and help my wallet and my bank account. Um... And so I started reading through Trump's and Hillary's and Gary's thing. And, um, you know, I think Hillary, at the time, you know, I can't remember exactly, but she had something similar in her policies, I believe, that was about, like, if you have, if don't quote me on this, but I think it was, if you have debt under a certain amount, that it can be forgiven. Um, Like, if it was under, like, 50 or 100, I can't remember. Uh, it's been so long, but I remember looking and thinking like, that's the closest thing that I saw to what I liked about Bernie. And I thought, okay, that's going to be the one thing I ride on right now. It's like, you know, that's something that's high on the list of things that she wanted to do. And I said, well, I'm not a big fan of Hillary Clinton herself. I was like, listen, these are my options right now. And so I did it. You know, I went there, uh, you know, I went to the ballot box. I remember just being like, okay, that's the thing that I'm going to ride on. Okay, so, so that was the first thing that I want to share was if you're unsure, if you're really, really unsure and you want to have at least a little bit of fact, right? Now, again, I'm not saying that it might be a lot for a lot of local elections as well, which are also important. But right now I'm just talking presidential and then you can work your way back, right? They're all important, but you got to start somewhere. So I'm just telling you how I started. It really did help me feel like I, I had something. By just knowing even a little bit, even an iota of that long column of information about who I was voting for and why I was voting. And I'll never forget when I got to the ballot to the ballot box and they have that little computer machine and, and you do all your inputs and all stuff. They have a button that just says that you click one button on the side of the screen and it highlights everybody in one column, red or blue. So if you're like, oh, if you know you're voting blue, everybody, just click this. And I remember thinking like, well, that's handy, but also, I don't know anything about these people. I don't know anything about any of these people. And when I realized that I, did, I only knew the one thing about Hillary, and not about any of the judges or the congressmen, any of those things, I thought, crap. <laughs> I don't, do I click this button? Because I don't know anybody. And so I went through each one individually, just trying to see if I could recognize their names from like billboards or if I've seen them on TV or, or whatever. And, and Governor Tom Wolf was the only other person that I recognized. I don't even know if he was actually on at the time. I think that was a different vote. Uh, again, it's been a little while. Uh, but I remember just thinking, man, 
this sucks. You know, <laughs> I didn't do enough research, but I was happy that I was there because I was confident, at least in the vote that I, I put, right? Um, and I think just as an re act of rebellion, I, I just clicked a bunch of random ones on the on the blue side and then whatever ones the touchscreen took were the ones that got my vote. And, and I know that's not responsible at all. That's not responsible. Um, but, uh, but I was there and for a moment I felt like I have power here. You know, these are names that could be decided based on something I click. Just a simple click, right, is, is what I get. You know, and, and I, I have control over this, and this is mine, and no one else's. And, you know, it, it felt good to be there behind that curtain, at the box, picking people's names. You know, and, and I remember thinking as I was behind that curtain, thinking, well, I shouldn't really say it was curtain. Where I went, it was more of like a partition, really. But um, I remember thinking... Number one, uh, power. And I remember thinking, number two, how scared must some of those people be knowing, or rather not knowing, what their fate is going to be? Uh, you know, and I realized there's probably a lot of pressure. You know? And that was when I started to really pay attention to how easy it is to criticize people in politics and how sometimes people dwell on, on certain things more than they should. And how it's hard to please everybody and, and now fast forward to 2020 with people really scrutinizing how governments uh figures and officials are handling the pandemic and and when to open things up and when to close them down and public safety you know and you're never going to make everybody happy and i thought man what a hard job that must be um you know and, and you really do see the people who are trying who are trying to you know, once you start really focusing on those things, you see who gives a crap. You see who really is trying to do what they think is best for everybody. But you know they're not going to, you know, there's always going to be a, a YouTube channel or a, or, or a, an article written somewhere or a news media or whatever, or celebrities that have their issues with people just based on these things. But then again, a lot of people are doing that. They're, they're just being like, this thing they're doing right now is the one thing I'm going to ride on. Whether it's a good or a bad thing, that's the one thing they're doing. Um, but like, I think that's important to, uh, to understand about yourself and about, about politics is, is, you know, when you're at that ballot box and you're making those decisions, those are real life human beings on the other side. And, and this time around, I'm, I'm doing more research. And again, I'm just trying to pick that one thing from each person. Like, all right, what do you, what are you pitching? What's your deal? Like, what's your record? You know? And then if something jumps out at me that sticks, then that's the one I ride with. You know, and, and am I going to remember them all? I don't know. Uh, but it's been better. Uh, and I'm still learning. You only get to do this once every four years. But, like, in those four years, you start to pay a little bit more attention about, like, what are these people doing to, you know, how have things been? Um, and just looking up facts about your state. Hell, even facts about your city. You know, what has changed in the past so many years? What are, you know, there have been dozens of protests in the greater Pittsburgh area and a lot of people making changes and, and, you know, like I realized the mayor recently just had a very shitty reaction to the protests. And I thought, you know what? Like, I don't know if I paid attention to you before, pal, but now I'm like, I'm going to start seeing really what you've been about and if you're worth it, because I don't really like some things you're saying now, man. And I never cared before. I never cared. It's not that I didn't care, but I didn't try, you know? And I feel like it's almost irresponsible, at least not to pay attention and to understand and do some research. Anytime somebody says anything now, my first thing is I go to Google and I go to different tabs and I, I, I research different websites and just 
you know, I go to I go to the I go to Fox News and I go to like CNN and and then I go to like random articles and the Guardian and all these other things, just trying to see if there's any consistencies, as opposed to just reading the news that I agree with. That's also terrible to do. Is like you're only if you're a liberal and you only watch CNN, then you're only going to get one side of the argument. And if you're a conservative and you only watch Fox, you're only getting one side of there. You know, like it, just some things just. You have to see what both sides are saying and be like, oh, okay. I, why does that sound so different? Or why do they have different reactions to that? You know, like it's, oh, it just feels like two sports teams that are always just shitting on each other when they should be on the same side about certain things, you know? Um, anyway, so that's kind of how I got started. And, and I remember uh, one other thing I want to share. Before I voted, I remember I was dating a girl named Anne. And Anne was very much an activist and Anne was very much... Uh, a feminist and, and, and equal rights and I remember I used to get really annoyed with it because I'm just like man you talk about this a lot you know, and, and I was a lot dumber four years ago um, than I uh, <laughs> than I am now I'm still pretty dumb though um, and I'll never forget you know how vehemently she I don't know it's hard to explain like she got very uh adamant about taking the fight to Donald Trump and she would quote things that he said and, and and I remember one time as a joke I was saying like you know what I I know Donald Trump's a piece of trash but I'm gonna vote for him because he has good policies or something I was just making a joke and I never forget that was the shittiest joke ever made to her because she got very upset with me um and I got really defensive at first and I was like no you know I would never do that and she goes but how do I know that how do I know that you wouldn't do that you know, and, and uh, you know, she gives this thing you shouldn't joke about. Like, this is very serious. And I remember thinking, like, yeah, you know, I don't, that was really dumb. And at the time, he was saying a lot about women and trans people in the military and, and grabbing women and, and, you know, building this wall, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. And, and that was another thing, too, is I thought, you know, if you're not going to do any research and you're not going to, and you're not gonna you're gonna try to pick one of those one important things that one of those important things that affects you, right? Then you can look at the character of the person, right? And now I realize that this upcoming election, <laughs> the choices are not super great. Okay, I get that. I absolutely get that. So you kind of have to like start from one figure and work your way out like a spider web, right? So like you know, I'm not a big fan of Joe Biden. Uh, I feel like he rode the coattails of Obama quite a bit, uh, and he does seem like he's a little shady. And honestly, more than anything, I'm more just like with Donald Trump. I'm worried that his brain isn't all there, and that it's starting to go. And that's not his fault, you know. Just like I don't blame Donald Trump when he has like this, these skips in his brain where he just can't talk right or he can't walk right or hold things properly. I mean, the guy's falling apart. They're both falling apart, and you can see it very. They're on screen all the time, and and when you're under that public eye, people start to notice things, and. Um, you know, that's something I worry about with both of them is like, you know, I feel like in the next four years, you guys are probably probably going to have some issues. So then I look to the vice presidents. I'm like, all right, who do they elect? Right. So we got Pence on one side. We've got Kamala Harris on the other. A prosecutor. And, uh, you know, I don't know a whole lot about Mike Pence, but I know things that he has put into law in some Western states or rather Midwestern states. And uh, uh, just his views in general about the 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 gay community uh and uh or as i like to i like to call the lgbtq plus community i like to call them the 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 pride paladins 
um, or the Paladins of Pride, whichever one you prefer, you know, and, and how he wants to turn people all straight, and how he believes that they're sick, and all these things, and like, then I'm just like, all right, well, do I want somebody like that? He's educated, he's smarter than Donald Trump, that's for sure, so I'm going to worry about him being stupid, but I fear that he will use that to, he doesn't have the same charisma as Donald Trump, so I don't think people will follow him, so that, and also, he has turned a lot of religious groups against him. So I thought, like, okay, like, if even his, his, his affiliations in the church can't really get on the same page as him, you know, does it, do I want that kind of character representing our country for, you know, if something happens to Donald Trump and he goes, goes into office, do I want that, you know? Kind of like how Joe Biden didn't do a shit ton when he was with Obama, but, like, he was kind of like the, the, the whole bro thing where Biden and Obama, they're best bros, you know, all those things, but... There's a reason why Obama was the president. You know, he had the charisma. He had the, you know, he, he got in there and he addressed things. And he was and he was very well spoken. Or Biden, I don't really follow his records, but like, again, not really somebody who I think. You know, I, I'm a little bit biased because I think the DNC pushed him a certain way. I don't want to get too into it. I promise I wouldn't. But anyway, so you look at Harris, right? And then I'm still learning about her. You know, I know that she has a, a record of prosecutor. I know she can be, kind of be kind of abrasive, but she also seems very intelligent. Um, and she does want what's best. She's a minority, so she's trying to work on improving the lives of minorities and women and getting uh, fighting for equality. And I think that while she can be abrasive, I do see that she has very progressive views that I think that our country needs right now, especially since it feels like we've taken 8,000 steps back. So I look at that and I'm like, all right. I know I'm not voting for Donald Trump because his character is terrible, uh, and he has had four years to get, have a chance to do something with our country, and he has only run it into the ground. Sure, has he done some things and passed some laws, whatever, but some of those were in the works before he got there. Some of them weren't. Some of them weren't, to be honest. You know, I know he's been trying to work on some stuff for, for safety with workers, um, but again, like, is that enough? I don't think so. And the character, somebody who represents you, if you're trying to pick fights with everybody in the world, that just, that rubs me weird, you know? And building that wall, you know, I don't agree with that at all, but it's also a piece of shit, you know what I mean? American building at its finest, it falls apart when the wind blows, you know? And again, while I'm not the, a huge fan of Harris, I know that she would try to get stuff done. So then that's how I kind of work my way out. It's like, all right, who are these people affiliated with? And maybe then, like, how do I know? You know, I'll be quite honest with you, when I was voting in the primaries this year, I was voting for Andrew Yang. I really thought he had some great ideas. I think he spoke to conservatives and liberals. You know, that that freedom dividend of a thousand bucks a month, we already started to kind of get that, you know, with the, the stimulus. And they're trying to push to get that even more regularly, and that was a Yang idea. And I thought, now there's a guy who's trying to think outside the box and get things done. He cared about the truckers. He cared about the farmers, you know. And he really spoke to me, and it was because of Andrew Yang that I donated to a campaign for the first time. Uh, and I'd never done that before, and it was very empowering to help him, you know, get get to the next primaries and everything, and him getting in every time into the last one. Um, and really noticing how biased even the, on the liberal side things are. You know, he had very little speaking time, and, and, you know, you realize that, like, there's imbalance on both sides of the aisle, as they call it, you know? So, you know, my... My overall arcing point about this kind of thing is that you don't have to know a lot, but even if you just start with learning a little or paying attention to their character or things that they say, if any of that really strikes you as like, ugh, I don't know if I would say those things, or I don't know if I understand this person, you know, just see who surrounds them and make your decision from there. 
But the fact is, is that this is important and that you will feel a difference and you'll feel that you've made a difference. And yes, my first time voting, my side didn't win at all. You know, and, and that sucked. But you know what? When, you're, when your sports team comes back around and, you know, football season comes around, you don't say, oh, we lost the Super Bowl last year, so I guess that means it's time, or we didn't make it to the Super Bowl, so I guess we just don't follow our team anymore. We don't, we don't pay attention. You know, like, I know I'm making a bad analogy, but that's how it feels sometimes. It's like, you have to pay attention, you know? Now you know what you get to do. You get to see, like, all right, did I make a bad choice? And I remember the day after Donald Trump got elected, I made a Facebook post that said, look, I don't, I, I don't have good feelings for you. I don't think you're going to, you know, my heart says that there's something bad going on with you, but I said, maybe I'm wrong. And I hope that maybe this was all just an act and, and it was just a way to get elected. I hope you do good things. I hope that you fulfill good promises and that you do what's best for the American people. I'm going to give you a shot. And then within six months, he just shit all over that. But again, at the time, I was trying to be optimistic. I was like, you know what? If enough people wanted you in, let's see if you're going to make some stuff happen. You know, but then you learn and you understand. And it makes you want to pay attention to the other side, too. Like, what happened? What went wrong? How did this person get elected? You know, what happened with Hillary and all these other things? And you start to pay attention. You know, and again, I, I by no means am an expert. I am not some sort of, you know, uh, uh, well-read uh, political activist, you know, I'm getting better, I do participate, I protest, I support good causes, but again, I never would have thought I'd be doing that, you know, and I pay attention to things, and, and how political correctness, some, some of it is stupid, but most of it isn't, you know, like, I have my opinions on that, like, and, and I think, I think, you know, addressing people by certain things, or, or calling them what they prefer to be called, or, you know, have, empowering people who are a minority and and you know just trying to pay better attention to, to housing and developmental projects in the city all those things are stuff I never would have thought I cared about before and it was all before, because of that one time that I went out and I voted you know and call it being a social justice warrior or whatever you want to call it but it's empowering to know that you took a stand for something that could have real life real big consequences and enhancements in your world and now I know people who voted in 2016 for Donald Trump and again this isn't to bash Donald Trump I, I, I want to be clear about that but again I, did, I have people who are close to me who had said I thought he would do something different because he wasn't a politician I thought that things would be better you know and now they haven't con committed totally to voting blue either but that doesn't mean, but, but they paid attention now. They're like, oh, I voted for this guy. I can't wait to see what he does. You know, it's kind of like when you like when you get like this really, when you finally get the, the girlfriend or the guy friend that you've always wanted. And then they turn out to, or you meet your favorite celebrity and they turn out to be dick. You know, like you pay attention. Like, you know, no, I got it. Like, we got to see what, what's going to happen. Your expectations are up there. And if those expectations aren't fulfilled, you start to pay more attention. Well, why do I not feel good about that now? You know, we all have regrets. We all think about things differently. We change as people. And, you know, I had a friend who voted for Donald Trump just because he literally said, I want to shake things up. That was all he said, and that's what he voted. Do I think he wants us to build a wall around Mexico? No. You know, do I think he's racist? Absolutely not. But he said, I just want to shake things up. And, you know, I'm sure now he's realizing, oh, you know what? I might actually have to think about who I vote for now because things aren't great for any of us. 
Uh, but anyway, my point is, before I wrap up here, it's just that your vote matters. Even even if you're, t- let's just call it your, your side or your team or your, your candidate. If your candidate loses or if, uh, you know, you, you, the changes that you hope for maybe don't happen. The fact is, is that you went out there and you actually made an effort. You tried. You got educated. The power that you feel, whether even if you're voting third party, there's nothing wrong with that. You're trying to make a change. You're trying to, you believe in something. You know, that, that's the whole point. It's just to believe in something or someone and connect with them and pay attention just a little bit. This is your life. The lives of other people that you know. You know, um, there, there's no vote that's wasted unless you're going out there voting for Harambee. You know, but like, uh, my point is, is it your vote matters because you matter, right? And even if nothing pans out the way that you wanted it to when you casted your vote, the fact is that you went and you did it. It was for you, from you, and nobody can take that away from you, and they shouldn't. And I'll be damned if anybody ever tries, because I will fight alongside you regardless of what color you vote, what side you vote. It is your right to do that. And it should be fair, and it should be discreet, and it shouldn't be fucked with. And, you know, it's an empowering thing for you. So I hope that you feel that. So whether you're somebody who doesn't vote, or if you know somebody who isn't going to vote, or decide they're not going to vote this time because they don't like the candidates or whatever, you know, please encourage them, like, just pick one thing and get educated on it. You know, your vote does matter. Or vote third party, whatever it is that you need to do. But get out there and do it. If you want to do it for the sticker, do it for the sticker. I guess that's cool, too. You know, whatever makes people excited that they voted. <laughs> um, you know, but I guess I guess that's pretty much it. But, you know, I, I hope that you made it this far. And if you did, thank you. Sincerely. Uh, I apologize to those. I used to have an Instagram, but I kind of moved it around because it's not really my scene. Uh, so you can't really find me on Instagram that much anymore. Um, but I'm still on Facebook. I still check it semi-regularly. It'd be nice if I had somebody do it for me, but I don't. So if you're on there, come say hi. I'd like to get the Facebook page more active. We're getting more followers every day. I'm just not, <laughs> not a lot of interaction yet. Um, you know, So just find me at Adam Shares a lot. That's me on the Facebooks. Um, and if you would, please give me a, you know, if you are on iTunes or if you go to Podchaser and make an account, you can find me on there and uh, leave me a review. That would be super swell of you. Um, that's about it. So uh, I hope that you're all being safe. It's a crazy world out there. Um, a lot of things going on. A lot of people, well, let's not get into that, but there's a lot of hurt going on out there. And I know it's easy to feel defeated, but keep up the good fight. Uh, watch out for yourself and everybody else. Uh, which leads me to my final line that I mean with everything in my being. Um, I hope that you are taking care of your mind, taking care of your heart, and most importantly, taking care of each other. I'll see you guys later.